Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Muck and Fiddle podcast, where just like beach girls, you'll leave very unsatisfied and with empty pockets. Here's your host, Brian Huff. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Welcome to the Muck and Fiddle podcast. I am Brian Huff. I'm joined as always by Mr. Jason. I got Brandon and Sinclair with us. Uh, no, Scotty he says he's tired tonight. I'm not sure what's up with that and haven't heard from Bruner. I think he's working really hard in Texas. Uh, at least that's what he tells us. I, I asked him earlier this week if he's played any golf since he's been down there, and he said no. Jason, would that fly with you? No, no that, that's that, that's not acceptable. It's he told me the same thing. He says it's eighty degrees there right now, um, and he's he's not getting out. I mean, we ought to just put him straight to the to the losers list right now and just make him play. Just got to play out of the losers bracket, I, I think. Huh. Well, Jeff, how's it going, man? It's going, baby. I wish yeah. my bets were. I wish I was playing golf. Yeah, that sounds nice. Uh, Brandon, our big uh, – you had a pretty good week last week. Yeah, just keep plugging away one All right. at a time. All right, so cool. Uh, before we get into bets, uh, it's Tuesday night, February 7th, and in the last day – so if we haven't mentioned this before, we're in Iowa and we're all big Iowa football fans and Iowa general fans and the debacle that's going on with the offensive coordinator situation at, with Iowa football needs to be addressed. So for those of you who haven't heard, um, they're docking Brian Ferentz's pay, the offensive coordinator of the second to worst or worst offense in college football. And telling him that if he doesn't score 25 points as a team, he's getting fired next year or reassigned of some sort. There's all kinds of stipulations in this. Jason, help me make heads or tails of this. What is happening? Uh, I this think is what's a happening, joke. It, well, I think what's happening is he didn't land the NFL job that everybody thought he was going to land in the offseason. And this is a last-minute scramble. Um, you know, we've got new talent coming in on offense. I think the hope is, is that that turns into something that changes the course, but I, I don't see it. So, um, it is a joke. It's a series of jokes that have been, you know, um, played out over the last few years as relates to decisions that maybe the administration could have made. Um, but here we are. So I guess we're going to ride with him for one more year and hope that he hits 25 points a game. So, so th this incredibly low bar that they set at 25 points put, on average for the last year would have put them at something like 80th in the country in offense. And I mean, come on. Brandon, what, what, 17 or something. They, they had 17 points a game last year and which puts them, I think second to worst as far as points go. Now here's the stat I heard today out of the 10 worst teams in college football for, um, for points per game. Six of them fired their offensive coordinators. Three of them, <laughs> get this, three of them, we were in their first year of a rebuild. And the other one was Brian Ferretz. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, like, what are we I'd doing here? I'd love I mean, it. If 20 you, but, I mean, second to, secondary to that, I like that we get to follow along with this. This could be a fun scene. I mean, Everybody in the country is going to be following along, checking this, where he's at. Why didn't they do this in-house? Right. I mean, but 
I, I love that they didn't. I love that we're all going to get to watch it. Oh, just it, it, and their offense. The, out, the outcry was too great. They had they had to do it publicly. They had I to mean, do something. It, it, if they weren't going to fire him, they had to announce what the decision was. So, I mean, otherwise it just would have been a nightmare publicity-wise. But at 25 points a game, I, you know, I, I'm not looking this up right now, but I, I think that means we would have only lost one game if we scored 25 points and our defense plays the way they did this year. So, I mean, the bar doesn't need to be very much higher. It's just he's got to hit that bar. But, like – Well, but, guys, it's, this is a – it's the average 25 points per game. Like he could score 50 against Miami of Ohio, or we could, and then score seven versus Penn state. I mean, it's the average is going to throw it off. I saw some funny comments about if you're uh, losing to Iowa, do you, do you let them run it up so you can keep playing against <laughs> Brian Ferentz in future years, um, which was pretty great. And in reality, you know, Great. Score more points. I think it's good. Part of me, I kind of like the idea of, you know, setting your goals and putting them out there. I agree it would have been nice to do that in-house, but then all of us would have been asking, why are they keeping them? How are they holding them accountable? And so making it public, it's kind of fun. I think there's already like five different Twitter handles like devoted to tracking this. Um, Yeah. So Jeff's right. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch and give all of us Iowa fans and even the, the college football, I think they call them the sickos that like the lower, low scoring games, uh, <laughs> something to watch. Oh, gosh. What a nightmare. Well, they, they've got an easy schedule this year. And if they don't put up 25 points a game, I'll be happy to you know, send him on his way. But this is an incredibly low bar to clear, and hopefully they do it. So I guess I'm rooting for him, right? All right. Hey, hey, quick bonus topic. Um, mm-hmm. The game's about to start here. Lakers at home. LeBron going for the record tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's the uh, projection on how many shots he takes tonight to make sure he hits the record at home? So how many, I just saw it come across my screen. 36 points to go? Yeah, 36 points he needs. Um, He'll choke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the question is how many shots, right? The game's about to start. You know, how many shots is it going to take for him to get to 36? Because I think they're just going to let him shoot as many as he wants to tonight to get to the record at home because next game's on the road. Oh, so 36 shots, that's 20. I mean, probably 25, 30 shots. Yeah. And free throws. I don't think there's any question he goes for it, right? Now that'll be interesting. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be a fun watch. It loves him. Rooting for LeBron at home, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Very good. So let's let's get to last week's stuff real quick. <laughs> it comes at no surprise that uh, Van Royden did not top five, and nor did Seamus Bauer. So I was over on those, and a Spieth top 10 was not to be. So I, uh, once again, minus 100 on my bets for the week. Uh, I was telling Jason before we started this, I think I need to get a little more conservative and start maybe trying to win one just to make myself feel a little better. Uh, Scotty lost everything except a Denny McCarthy top 10 for 20 bucks, which netted him a hundred bucks. So he's even on the week. That was a great pick out of him. Um, let's go right to Brandon. So he had a couple big ones here. A, uh, the big bet of the week, Tom Hoagie didn't show. 
But a Seamus Power top 20, he finished like number 15. That got half your money back. And then a Scott Stallings top 20, that's kind of out of the woodwork for 30 bucks. Brandon, nice work. Thank you. Um, Sink. So this was our random bets of the week. A Hurricanes money line he won. Barcelona yeah. beating Real Betis. That was a nice pull. Yep. <laughs> and then Absolutely. he doesn't, doesn't get the Warriors minus two and a half. And well, just bad information on they they blew a 13 point lead, but I followed Greg on that. Ugh. Well, Speed and then obviously Speed didn't win. Bad course rotation. Uh Bo Hostler played nicely. But I need to apologize to uh to the the Niemeyer camp. Uh, there in tennis, I was calling Miss Niemeyer Julie Niemeyer, but her name is Jewel Niemeyer. I, I, she didn't play her best uh, against Maria Camilla Osario Serrano. I, I just I thought maybe that was going to be the the turning point for her season, but uh, Maria Camilla Osario Serrano really played great. You said hats that really off. well. Yeah, hats off. Just really showed a lot of guts. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason with a – Seamus Power was a uh, nice piss pick lack last week. Uh, Seamus Power over Hoagie was your only bet of the week for $20.50 that that uh, that cashed. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, he fell apart at the end. I had two guys – He was leading one after guy, the third round, wasn't he? Right, right yeah, round, he, he, was right, he was right there. He was one or two, one or two shots back as, as the – front nine kind of was underway on the on last day there. Um, you know, we had Maverick McNeely withdraw with an injury. Matt Fitzpatrick fell asleep on his pillow the wrong way right before the tournament started. So he basically withdrew even though he, he played. Um, yeah, so just not a great showing. But I will say my confidence in Jordan Spieth not playing well, even though I didn't cash on that bet, he hit the cut line. Uh, he shouldn't have. I stand by that. That was a it was a great pick. It just didn't work out. He got a little lucky. If he would have had to play one more hole on Sunday before they called it because of the weather, I think he misses the cut easily because he was in a spiral at that moment. So you know, and like at plus five fifty, there's some really good odds there for you know good players to um, you can get a lot of value for just not showing up for a week. So yeah. maybe something. To but look you know at what they say. Future. Ifs and buts, candies and nuts. So, but all of a Merry Christmas, right? All right. So, uh, Bruner cashed on his 76ers minus eight and a half game and then went over for the rest of the way. No Grizz, no Nets, no Warriors. So, he uh, netted 47.72. And uh, to recap, in the lead right now, Brandon minus $59. Where everybody's in negative territory here, but, uh, Greg at minus 115, Jason minus 132. Where are we at here? Jeff minus 150, Scotty minus 252, and Brian minus 375. Got a lot of work to do coming into week five. So <laughs> with no further ado, uh, I think I'll save myself uh, some shame and bury my uh, my picks later in the night. But, uh, Brandon, why don't you uh, start us off, Mr. Leader? Sure thing. I'm, I'm going with – Six golf picks and one Super Bowl pick. Um, I really like some of this golf strategy here with some players playing pretty well and still have some value at some top 20s and top 40s. So uh, I've got Jason Day in the top 20 at plus 200 for $10. I've got uh, 
Keith Mitchell, top 20, plus 250 for $10. Uh, Seamus Power, top 40 at plus 120 for $10. Scott Stallings, top 40, plus 150 for $10. And JT Poston, top 40 at plus 110 for $10. And I also uh, was able to find a pick I like that I might put a little more on outside of this, but for plus 260, it's uh, either or of Rom, McElroy, or Thomas to win at plus 260, and I've got 10 on that. And I really like these golfers. I like Stallings played pretty well. He was up closer to the top 10 for a lot of the round. Power, he's pretty streaky on you know some more accuracy-type courses, which this somewhat falls into. Uh, Mitchell's been really hot, and Day's really been finding the fairways and getting on the green. So I think those guys will do pretty well. Um, for the Super Bowl or the the big game, I think we have to call it right. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Big game. Yeah, we're not sponsored by them. Ah, uh, dang it! Not yet. Okay, maybe next year. <laughs> so, Goals, baby. <laughs> so for the big game, I am taking the team from directly south on the money line. It was better before Mahomes was, uh, you know, jumping around all nimbly bimbly, but it's still plus one hundred five. Uh, they've been there. I think uh, coaching and quarterback play is key in the Super Bowl. The Eagles will be tough, but I'm taking $40 uh, on the Chiefs' money line to win 82, and that's the BBB of the week. Awesome. I like where your head's at, bud. All right. Thank you. Jeffy, what you got? Well, I did I did uh, about as much research as last week, so mm-hmm. – Oh, you 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 uh, went really deep into the DraftKings lineups to find I went, what you I did went, last. I went week. hard for for about you know ten minutes mm-hmm. there right, mm-hmm. right before. Um, because I I I hate them so much. I I think they'll win. Uh, I'll take a uh, hundred bucks on the Eagles minus one and a half. Ooh. Oh, just this is big bet stuff right here. Okay. Uh, laying all your eggs in this basket, boy, I don't. So they'll win. I mean, it it feels so sad that he's doing this. Uh, I yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, gosh, good wow. for you. Good for you. I, all right, Cowboys fans are crying everywhere right now. I hope Just, Jerry Jones doesn't hear about this. It's good logic, though. The NFC East is where his heart's at. I think. No, I, I I despise the Eagles, so they'll obviously win. Just to make you more sad and frustrated. Yeah. It's, it's sound logic. It. Sound logic. I got the logic. You're protecting yourself. Smart. Okay. All right. So Jason, um, he texted me earlier today and put money on Indy. He's already on the board with a winner tonight uh, on Indiana minus four and a half versus Rutgers tonight. So while oh, nobody, I'm, I'm on nobody, that too. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got Pre- I've got text to prove it. Uh, it hey, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little red flag out, challenge flag. <laughs> this is our listen. How are our listeners gonna bet on that game, Jason? It's gotta be it's gotta be bets that listeners can bet on, dudes. I I don't <laughs> know that we actually stipulated that. To be clear, um, we we can certainly set a course of action that goes that direction now if we'd like, but uh, we're taking this cash. It's a it was an early cash. It was all on the up and up. It's a it's a winner. So 
I, I've got the text to prove it if you want. I can post You know it. what? I, I'd like to put my $100 on <laughs> the Eagles to beat the 49ers from last Sunday or from two weeks ago. <laughs> See, that's not how this works. <laughs> no, but they, they yeah. won, right? Well, so so the is. so the text to to Brian actually said, "I know this is going to be not popular, and, and if I lose, <laughs> I'm going to have to eat it on the on the cast tonight because it's uh you know it's one of those situations that if you put the early bet in and then you lose, that's it's rough. So, but we're on the yeah, board. Had he, had he lost, we would have gladly taken his money and yeah, marked his zero percent that. So I, Brandon and I, again, for the second week, are, are kind of thinking similarly here on a few things. So we had the Indiana over Rutgers that are obviously cashed. Um, that was 20 bucks at minus 125 or at minus 125. Um, I wanted to have a little fun this week. So for the big game, I've got the uh, coin flip, 20 bucks for heads uh, plus 100. And then uh, we've got some golf picks. Uh, I, too, like the top 20s. I think uh, it's a good way to kind of get some value and not put all of the risk on the table. So Homa, top 20, Max Homa, $20 at plus 120. I have JT Poston as well, um, although I'm a little more confident in him. I took him top 20 at $20 at plus 360. And then I have Keith Mitchell also top 20. And Brandon already gave you the line on that one. So those are the, those are the picks of the week. I love it. So this Keith Mitchell guy kind of came out of nowhere and he's on my board too. I can't believe like three out of four of us have this Keith, Keith Mitchell guy, but did everybody Guys, see him? Keith. Did, did yeah, everybody see him? He was throwing shade. shade Absolutely. Like this guy's my new favorite golfer goes out and just says Aaron Rodgers handicap is crap. So, I mean, we saw Rodgers do the, the match or whatever last year and was playing to like a three and he's all of a sudden a 10 at pebble. Like what is going on here? So I'm a huge Keith Mitchell fan and that's going to be 25 bones on a top 20 for me as well. Uh, Also, I've got a Rory top 10 and uh, that's even money. And then my big bet of the week, the BBW is that uh, that's kind of a double entendre. I believe chiefs money line. Uh, plus 105. So I, I like the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is, I think he's good, but God, the, the Eagles sound pretty good too. Uh, yeah, we've talked know. about, I don't know what Chiefs we're going to do. Are, so. I, I am a huge occasional Chiefs fan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. So those are the picks of the week. Um, we'll uh, add in Scott and Greg if they get around to sending anything. But uh, we might get together and throw a Super Bowl prop bet uh, podcast together here late this week, just in time for the big game. So uh, until then, thank you all for joining and good luck on on the app. Jeff, you want to take us out tonight? Oh, I'd love to. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening to the Muck and Fiddle podcast. You've been a beautiful audience. Enjoy the big game.